if you are an aspiring basketball trainer and if you are a basketball trainer now who is thinking about going full-time this is an episode that I believe you need to listen to. Coach Sean Hardiman was on the podcast before, but this time he talks about what it takes to make basketball training a career and a lifestyle. And I've actually seen this lifestyle with my own eyes. I've eaten with his family. I've gone in the gym. I've trained some of his athletes. And I've seen the culture that he's built up and what he's allowed to do for his family, with his family, because of his passion for helping athletes get results so this is an episode that i really think you should listen to coach hardeman even offers the opportunity to learn from him more on a more intimate level as he grows to know you i've done it myself and it was worth every single penny uh, especially for the <laughs> the relationship that you built with in the industry with other coaches like coach hardeman so check this episode out and please let me know if it benefits you in any way I spent the last three years learning from some of the best business minds inside the game of basketball. And now I've left my nine to five to create freedom and have fun while doing it. So the question is, how are hoopers and basketball fanatics like us using those same skills that gave us success on the court to give us success in our new sport of business? This podcast will give you the answer. Join me as I learn, apply, share knowledge, and change lives through the game that changed mine. My name is Myson Jones, and welcome to the Basketball to Business Podcast. Coach Hardeman with Ball Hard Basketball, Sean Hardeman Consulting. Good morning. How are you doing? Hey, what's going on, sir? How are you doing? Hoops Great. Institute in the building, huh? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's good to have you back. The first one was a very popular episode. If you uh, listeners go back and listen to that episode, we talked about. Do you remember, Coach? Oh, man, it, it was epic. We, we, we were spitting a little bit of game. I mean, really, it's just a. Uh, just talking about contracts, talking about uh, the ugly side of, uh, of the business. The ugly talk, the nasty negotiations. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, sir. these days you're not getting kicked out of any gyms, are you? Man, you know what? You know what the craziest part? I'm in here with my business partners right now. And we just literally had a conversation, what, two or three days ago. Like, I'm able to plan and not have to like look over my shoulder and look over my back and uh, things of that nature. Like it, it really makes a difference with who you go in to business with. Like no lie. What, what difference is that increased speed? Is that less? Okay, so, let, let, let's talk about it right now. This time, this time, what, two years ago, I was in a building and I had a spring break camp and I had, 38, 40 kids in there. And my the guy I used to be in the building with, he was over there counting heads. Y'all know how to, you know, you know what that is? And, uh, you know, people start looking in your pockets and then they like, well, I need to do, I need, I need to, you know, basically he's making money. So let me get some more of it. And um, when you have people that are solvent, number one, have integrity. Number two, their 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 company is solvent, and number three, they got their own business to worry about. Then it's just a matter of like, you know what? You come in, you do your job. They do your, they and they go in, they do their job, and then it's kind of you meet in the middle where it's like it's a party in here. To be quite honest, 
And I, I, I'm curious to know about the transition when you did have those partners who weren't solvent, um, and that word solvent, able to pay all debts. So what does that mean? What does that solvent? What does that mean? Well, it's a it's a mindset because here's what happens: if you're looking over the, you know, if you're looking down the way at your quote unquote partner, and he looks like competition, that that's a mindset. So when you're busy looking at what I'm doing instead of working on your your craft, that's an issue. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. I've now, become your, I've now become your focal point when you got clients in front of you. So what is that? What is that process of you having to move? You've had to move shooting machines by yourself. You've had to put court down by yourself. Is that? Well, what I do is this: is that I'm 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 a a lesson kind of individual. So what I said is this: if I I know I'm not going to mess myself over. So let me learn everything about this lesson that I need to learn. In turn, if I ever have to do it again, I know I can. I don't want to do it again. And I'll pay somebody to do it, but I know that I can do it myself personally. How many times have you had to do that yourself or chosen to do that yourself? Um, I've moved, I've, I've had to physically move floor, Goals five times. And this is why you're training. This is why this is not closing down, not. Oh, no, no, no. We, 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 look. Like, here's it. So, I, I, I'm a chess player. I'm not a checkers player. You're not going to, we're not going to get in that situation. And I, I know it's coming. I see it coming. And I, I plan accordingly. So, what I've done, <clears throat> what I've done is that you know when the animosity is thick so you go and you start making a chess move which is all right if they come at me with uh uh hey look a strong arm or you know just some i mean there was a, a there were people that actually literally tried to tell my parents that they're going to bring in another trainer on my floor and my space and that I'm going to have to move and that and they had <laughs> without getting into the, the specifics, but it's just a matter of like they thought that they they could bring in a, a ex Kansas player, and he would just basically take over my business. This dude had three. He was offering one on ones, unlimited, for ninety nine dollars a month, and he had three kids. Meanwhile, all my all my client base moved with me, and one of the parents said something that resonated with me. She said, "Sean, if you moved under a rock, we would follow you, because we're not we. This is not just basketball training with you. You're teaching our kids the lifestyle." And you answered my next question. I was going to ask, what about the experience that you provide makes them say that? Um, honestly, I'm hell bent on the, on the result. I'm an egomaniac, my man. Like my, my biggest reward in life is to get a kid a free education and put another banner on the wall. Like that, that, that drives me every day of my life, to be quite honest. 
to sit up here and say, you know what, I didn't do it, but I assisted a kid in, in making a become a, a one percenter. Coach, what, what are some of the other lessons you said you are a lesson individual? What are some of the lessons that you would want to share to other trainers who say they want to do this full time? Well, I mean, I, I, the, the number one thing is that people are money motivated, but they're not work motivated. So I don't know any job where you don't have to work to make money. I don't. And if you, and if you do it, you can't complain about when it goes away. So if I work hard for it, I deserve it. I get it. Like eventually I stop saying that and now it just comes. And then it's like now I make decisions that are not money motivated, but are that, 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 you know, do I want to do that type of work? So now if there's a team that wants me to train an hour away and it's only, you know, it, it, they're going to pay me 800, 900 bucks. I can make a decision based on what I want to do work-wise, not money-wise. Hmm. So you'll, I, I've, I've never been caught up in a dollar. So um, there's been people that, um, you know, hey, look, we, we, we want you as our player development guy for our, our gym. We'll pay you $68,000. And the first thing I said is, why would I do that? And they're like, what do you mean? Why would I take a pay cut? to do the same work. Okay, well, we'll make you director of operations. Okay, so now you're going to give me another title and then you're going to give me more work for less money. Nah, I'm good. But some people, they'll hear that $68,000 and they'll be like, ooh, and I got access to a gym. Like, it, it, you're, not, you're not watching for the hook. Right. And then when you get caught, the, and then when you get caught in a bad situation, oh man, they no, like you willingly took the bread. Like let's not lie, let's not let's not forget that part. I mean, they were up front; they told you what you were gonna have to do. You just wasn't listening. So I'm curious. You 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 you're hell bent on the result. You self-proclaim i guess you said egomaniac quote unquote oh, I, I i do and once again it sounds i love saying stuff like that because the world only hears and sees it one way but i'm an egomaniac about my family does that sound bad no nah. no nah, it means I'm, I'm all about it like everything about my family i'm all about so why would you not be an egomaniac about being a result-oriented person you know what I mean? Right. And I don't think there's a negative connotation to that. I am curious, though, about the drawbacks to that, to when have you pushed yourself? Because you gave me this advice. Push yourself until you get to that breaking point. Then look for help. Then hire help. Those Absolutely. pieces you've given me, what was your breaking point? When did you feel it was time to rest or relax or hire help? So my, my story is unusual, and I wouldn't. Tell like that's the the beauty of what I'm going to talk about. Like I look at and I'll use uh, Eric Thomas as an example. You know, he goes and he says, you know what? I I, I wake up at three in the morning. I I grind and I, I and when I and I, when I was in the early stages, I listened to that and I didn't hear it. 
he, he, I didn't hear that this man is in bed by 8 30, 9 o'clock at night, every night. So I'm up at one o'clock, getting up at four o'clock, five o'clock, and my body has not had a chance to recharge. Like when you when you listen to messaging, you gotta you gotta listen to the whole thing. You gotta ask yourself the question. So what I did is that my first two years, I might have missed seven days of work. Total. Like every I was in the gym seven days a week. Like I just loved it like that to where I might in the first two years I might have missed seven days. So almost seven hundred days, I missed maybe seven one percent. And this is without remuneration. No. This is without the, the the payments. Am I correct? This is when you were investing it all back. Oh yeah, I I made no money. See, and that and that goes that goes. Practically, I'm thinking, look, there has to be a nest egg. There has to be a partner involved. There has to be some security before that because others, in my experience, want that same story but don't have, like you said, the full context. So so here's what I would say. Uh, at the time I was married, uh, me and my wife were starting out our family. Um, so I had the I – I asked my wife to give me two years to get this – where I, where I thought it could be. Um, and if it doesn't work, then I'll just go back to the medical field and, you know, destroy shop over there. But what I, I mean, what I wanted to do is that I wanted to come into this situation with no reservation whatsoever. Like if I fail, I want to make sure that I fail. Like one of the things that I did is that I don't study anybody else's work. If you're a trainer and, you know, you're doing great work and, that that's outstanding. I'm not going to YouTube and looking at what you're doing. Like, because I have to understand that if I'm going to survive, it's like being on an island. Like, I can't look at what the other person is doing at their island. I, I can't see it. I gotta deal with what I gotta deal with to survive. So if my information, if I come out of this and my, and people are going to college and NBA and or WNBA and being successful, I can say it is my information that assisted this kid. Now, you know, and I'm, I'm and once again, I'm, I'm, if if we're gonna be 100% honest, I told myself, if I in five years, if I'm still around, you know, and, and this is in the beginning. In five years, if I'm still around, then I'll study other other people's work. And I literally said this to myself. And I just never, quote unquote, got around. Now, there's a difference between studying, consuming, kind of the same thing. With social media, what's your, I've seen your activity increase. What is your belief on that? Because honestly, we talk about it and it's admirable seeing others with big following. But when you go and see the model and see the assets or the lack thereof, after I came to Texas and hung out with you and stayed with you and your family, I thought, hmm, there's not a million followers here, but there is a system to take care of your family. I'm, I'm, you know what? <laughs> There's a million workers. What I, what I do is this. I'm 45, so internet savvy stuff, I'm not, that's not me. Um, but what I can do is that I can 
you get me in a gym and I can I can show you all kind of good wonderful little toys and tricks and and what whatnot. So in my head, and and once again, I I don't I'm only speaking about me. Um, the guys that have a million followers or hundred thousand followers and all this and all that. All I ask is this: if you make more money than me, then I'll start doing it. Say that one more time. If you make more money than me, then I'll start doing it. But the follower thing, that that doesn't look that follow. What I've what I've seen online is you can have a hundred thousand, two hundred, three hundred, five hundred thousand followers, and you don't even have your own gym. So what's important? Like I I have a place that I, I can unlock on my phone, or if somebody wants to get in the gym, I can unlock it on my phone or I can open it up and people can come there anytime, any day, period. Or I can showcase a kid and, you know, here we're going to work on jellies today. And we like, I don't, man, anyway, like I, I, what, what I, I'm a practical dude. So what works for me, and, and this is why this conversation is so important because you're just going into the mindset of the individual you're interviewing versus the mindset of the industry. The mindset of the industry is that everybody wants to work, fix Markel folks shot. Everybody wants to, oh man, I'm gonna do this, I'm, I'm gonna do this. But you got a kid in your gym right now that needs your help. That, that needs your attention, but you're, you're trying to glory seek or trying to work with the next biggest thing when you could create the next big thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's gonna be the sound bite to the intro. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's 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 good. What's your prior? You used to ask me this. What's your priority? Oh my man, see, see, look at you. You're learning. You, you okay? All right. So right now, uh, my priority is my family. I'm actually growing ball hard uh, to where I'm gonna give it off to my guys. That's the other part is that I actually have a plan. Uh, most of the most of the individuals in this industry, they just want to you know make a little bit of bread or do this or do that. But I, there's people when I first started in 2008 that used to kind of belittle your boy and you know talk talk that trash and whatnot. You know what I told him? What? I told him I was gonna work him and that I was gonna leave him exactly where they stood. And when I come back for him, they're gonna be in the same spot. These and by the way, that's no lie. Trainees, that, 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 that's no lie. Hmm. So, so people really had that. People really had that exchange with you, where they told you or told someone else that they they laughed at you or they shunned you or they absolutely. But that that but that's the beauty of what you're dealing with right now. Like, I'm not the I'm I'm the dude that sucks, but you give me the information and give me the opportunity, watch what I do. Because you were already, there were guys in my city that were well ahead of me. And I just grinded it out. And and I, and, I, and once again, my motivating factor at that point was to bust their head wide open. But the underlying was, you know, let me do right by these guys, right by these kids, and let me do the best work I possibly can. So I, I just say that 
everyone has the opportunity, but not everybody takes advantage of the opportunity. Got it. And I remember stories of you telling me you worked out in college. Well, you weren't allowed to work out or play at first, and you bust your butt. Until you so let, let, let's, keep, let, let's put it out there. Let's go names. Let's go. So Travis Blaze, who is the coach of SMU uh, women's basketball. Joey Wright, who is the head coach of uh, the Adelaide 76ers in Australia, a professional team. And Lance Blanks, who is the GM now in the uh, NBA. Uh, Travis went to – Boston Celtics, Joey went to the Phoenix Suns, and Lance played for Detroit Pistons. Um, these were this was BMW, and uh, for those that don't know, uh, when Texas made that great run in the to the Elite Eight, uh, these guys would let me work out with them, and I just came in there kind of lacking, and they kicked me out, and I was like, you know, young dude, so I'm like, uh, whatever. I came back the next day. They were like, no, you don't understand. You get get the heck up out of here. And so I came back in a week. And they were like, no, bro, like, go. So long story short, they were home for the whole summer. And they kicked me out for the entire summer. I had to wait until the next year to get back with them. And that was a big turning point for me. Because that told that showed me it can be taken away really quick. And I'm not talking about basketball. I'm talking about information. Mm. And if you don't, if you're not a good steward of it, information can pass you up. Coach, what happens when you don't have that? Okay, so right now you have family, you have the kids, the results that you're hell bent over. What happens when you don't have that extrinsic motivation? Do you think you still have the same drive intrinsically, without no, the extra no, fuel? No, because we're 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 emotional creatures, and um, the the best people that like you you think of the most eclectic people you you know whether it be your musician your basketball player whatever they move through emotion and they know how to channel it hmm. because it's something that means the world to them and they learn how to harness it to the point where it becomes like iron man where it's like that's his energy you know what i mean yes Yes, because I, I can't manufacture the exchange you had with other trainers sleeping on you. Can't manufacture that. I want it as a point guard with slight Napoleon syndrome. It helps with a competitive <laughs> edge, but, you know, so ch channeling it somewhere else is what's necessary. Yeah, I mean, but so now, so now let's go back. And I just had a conversation with one of my trainers where it's like, you know, he was like, hey, man, uh, so so-and-so is, you know, he, man, you should have saw the look he had when I walked in the gym. Like, he over there doing the same old thing. And I said, hey, Donald, we're past that. Like, we got to figure out a way to, like, link up or, or help out or whatnot. Because what I don't want to do is that, and, and, and this is the honest to God truth, if you, if you want competition, that's what they are. But in my head, I don't have any competition. And I'm and I'm being dead serious about that. I do not. My, my only competition is me, and I, I actually put that on shirts. I, you know, two weeks ago, I probably would have thought a eh, pithy statement, but I see that because the outsiders or what we used to say competition or used to say competition is really just 
something that helps you. It drives you to fulfill your own wants and needs. So it comes back to you versus you, but they just help you focus more on that. How can you articulate that better? (laughs) Because I know what I want to say. So what you said is this, is that they are a, it's almost like kicking a rock down the road. That's not the destination. That's just part of the journey. They, they help you move through the journey, right? So when they, when, but when you focus on someone else, let's go back to the, to the, uh, to the uh, un- unequally, un- unequally yoked partnerships. When they start focusing on you instead of focusing on what they need to be doing, you now become their focus. So now if I stood up here and focus on a Drew Hanlon, like, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, man, look at how much money he makes. And what, like, how is that helping me? Like, I'm over here obsessed with Michael. Lynn. How he got a gym in his house? I mean, what the? Oh my God, what the? Like, okay, how is that helping me? Or I can sit over and say, man, that brother's getting it. Like, how can I make this? You know, what can, what tools can I use? Because if I think about it, we're all broken pieces, and we're just trying to put it, put the puzzle together. And most people don't understand how to put, they think they're a whole piece and it's not a puzzle. And that's why they, you look at them, they don't have a five-year plan or a a 10-year plan or they're doing the same thing, regurgitated thing over and over. So now they're just getting a check from people instead of having a business plan that says, all right, this money's going to go toward this, this money's going to go toward this so that I'm not in the same situation. Over and over and over. I'm glad you brought up plan because you gave me some interesting wisdom on planning and making it a puzzle, making all the pieces somehow fit together. So when you're doesn't seem like you're on course, you are on course. How do you how do you inform people of that? Or how do you guide people to understand that thought process? Uh, I, honestly, what I will tell you is that I'm I'm not going to share that. Uh, the reason why is because uh, those are for people I like. Uh, the general public, I, I want you to sit out there and flounder in the wind. He don't like y'all if you're listening. He don't, <laughs> he don't know y'all. <clears throat> no, it's just it's just a matter of that. There's, there's some there's some key pieces to life that I've learned, and if I, if you're not in my circle, I really can't explain it. Um, and it, it'll just sound like oh, you know, it just but it, it, it's. It's some amazing things that I've I've learned to help navigate through this life. Yeah, I, got some, I got some key words that I won't say that I'll talk to you off the call about, but y'all gotta get with Coach Hardeman. Coach, what's your uh where if anybody wanted to contact you or reach out, trainers have done that before in the past. They've actually what I'm a product of it, visited you, don't know if you're still doing that. Not saying that's possible, but where can they reach out? Here's what we'll do. Let's go ahead and uh, put the put the parameters out first. Um, if you want to call me, that's fine, no problem at all. Um, just go to ball dash hard b a l l dash h a r d dot com. Uh, my business phone is on that on the website. More than welcome to call me if you want to come down and see how I go. Like if you look at the Instagram at ball hard b ball. The videos that I put up are live. They're, they're happening right then and there. So every day that you see or every hour that you see, 
that's not like stock footage or anything like that's as it's going on because I, I don't have the savvy savviness to sit up here and, and try to play with the numbers. So the numbers are, are, are when you come up, when you come into the building, the numbers are staggering to be quite honest. Like it's not one session, not two sessions. You know, it, it's just a constant flow of, of kids that want to get better. So, um, but, but if you want, if you want to come down and see it, uh, get in contact with me first. Uh, that is that is a gift that I'm offering my basketball community. But I got to know you a little bit before you just walk in my building. Um, so, but Myson, uh, Adrian Woodard, uh, uh, Quincy, uh, what's Quincy's last name? Uh, Clarence Fields. Like it's been a lot of. It's, I've had at least 20, uh, 20, 25 trainers that have come through the building just to kind of see how they can make this a lifestyle. Yep. Some, yeah, look, I know we can go deeper. Some big time ones you won't name. I'm assuming some guys you've helped start up. <laughs> yeah, look, and look, you just, yeah. <laughs> I'm finding the balance here, man. I'm finding the balance. Right, so sleep if you go look at my gym and you go look at uh, Pat, the, Pat the Rock gym. All right, Pat the Rock is my little brother. Uh, he came and stayed with me for three months, then came and stayed for another two months and then uh i mean then he just came down came down came down so i went up when he when he said hey man i think i want to do you know what you're doing in texas i went up to uh, dc and set his gym up exactly like mine so if you go look at it you'll see the similarities and whatnot but the other part is that when i went to dc uh what three or four months ago um, I stayed with him, and he recently had two boys, and I brought my son Miles with me on the trip, and it's just like a it was a reciprocal kind of kind of trip. So it's just I, I I definitely I love relationships. I know it's some good people out there, good dudes that are just trying to make a living, and I just want to show you how to take it further than just a living, make it a lifestyle. Amen. And I, look, I. I've got cousins. I got people who, who are, no offense here, who are like, "Yeah, man, I'm cousins to him. That's my that's my guy. I talk to him all the time." But no, I mean, I, I'm actually on the phone with Pat the Rock because you asked him for a favor because of the relationship capital you built with him, which is a crazy amount. Calls me and we have a long conversation. And I'm over here trying to mature because I'm like, "Oh shoot, I'm talking to Pat the Rock, but I got to talk business too." It. It's it's amazing. And then you have a lot of others that you just don't brag about. You don't have to post about. You don't care to share, which is interesting to me. You don't mind being behind the scenes. Well, the, the key is this, is like, I, I'll use it. it, it we're, we're in a male-dominated field, so I'll just use this analogy. Like, you don't want, you don't, you don't tell everything to everybody because, like, there's something, like, the beauty of life used to be the moment that you lived in. But because now, like, there was a time when you put a, a camera in people's face and they were like, no, 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 I'm, I'm I'm camera shot. Have you ever heard of anybody being camera shot in 2020? No, not not recently. Like, it's impossible because, it. but, so what you're doing, what you, I mean, in my head, I want to, I, I don't, these are my, my, my memories, my, 
relationships, and I, I appreciate them. I appreciate them to the point where I don't have to say, oh, man, I know Tyler Ruff. Oh, I know Damon, you know, Altizer. You know, I know these guys. I, I, I'm on the phone. I'm like, why? Like, stop. I, you know, me and Micah went to Vegas and, like, like stop. Nobody cares. The other part is this, is that you cheapen the moment when you try to make it a photo op or an opportunity instead of just taking it for what it is, a relationship. Enjoy the journey, as you would say. You have to. I mean, I, I tell my kids that because uh, at the end of the day, like at, we, we close our eyes and, and you either have something that you left behind or you don't. And I, I refuse to be forgotten. Coach, another great interview, another great session. I'm sure the listeners will enjoy it. Thank you for your time as always. Mason, like I said, you do a great job. I appreciate you uh, being a friend to Sean and to Ballhart. Uh, and I need you to get down here so uh, you and Donald can get that work in again. Oh, man, we got to play again, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, the, 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 hey, the story got to live on. Let's go. Let's get it. Man, oh, I and I got one more competition here. I got to see Miles and FIFA. You know I'm about to practice for that. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so look, uh, now make, make plans to get down here in the summer, and we'll get it done. Deal. Yo, hope that podcast gave you some value. If it did, please rate, review, and subscribe to this. It only makes the podcast better. I read every single one. And at the very least, go join our group. You'll see the link in the description of this episode, and I will catch you on the next one.